Man, it's so good to be with you this morning. Yes, it is. Right before we went live, my husband and my son were talking about Pitch Perfect. Come on, somebody. This is one of their favorite movies. It is. It is. It's a little crazy. And like, what's this? What's that? You're like, it's usually Pitch Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like, you take a shower. What are you listening to? Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. That's what you do, of course. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's always funny. It's when I when I used to travel more, uh, it would always be on, and every time uh, yeah. it was on yeah. in like a yeah. hotel room, yes. uh, I'd take a picture, send it to Jake. We just we we yes. crack up. So uh -huh. it is one of the. It's one of those movies. It's like Mean Girls with you and Jake. You just called me out. Yes. Yeah, I'm a cool no. mom. I know. I'm a cool mom. No, I'm one of those kind of moms. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> anyway, welcome. Anyway. Yes. And it, thank you for finding time thank to you be for with us this staying morning. Staying on this uh, stream yeah. right now after that. Yes. Um, yes. And hey, you know, I, 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 I'm so, I love, like last week, what a great Sunday uh, it was to celebrate Easter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this, this week is such a... Um, I, you know, I said last, I said on the chat room, D, that I love Easter because for me it's the brand new year. Yeah. Right. It's a new start. We've it's a new year. It way, it's yeah. just uh, it's a new start for me, and and I hope that this week has uh, been a new start for you, um, as well. And we we have a, a great building update uh, for uh, for <laughs> our church building. Uh, we are one just one inspection away, D, kind of thing. one last emergency <laughs> exit thing, fire thing uh, that just needs to be fixed up, and uh, and then. Uh, hopefully get that CO uh, ASAP and we want to you know we want to let you know we have taken so many uh, extra precautions so many extra precautions uh, built into this building not only all the cleaning and the right. foggers and the all the stuff yeah. but uh, you know uh, 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 Pastor Ron and Irene Connolly gave us a beautiful gift yes, they did. Uh, we they they invested into the church and gave uh, and HVAC, HVAC systems uh, for that entire end that are state-of-the-art. I mean, I'm talking I the newest state-of-the-art. They are above any um, restaurant, yes. indoor venue uh, standards for, for um, you know, kind of purification of everything. And it's not, it's not just that it kind of traps th things, it kills things. Yeah, it's, the disinfection. It's incredible well. of yeah. what it is. And really the only higher standard, the next higher standard would be like if we were a CDC lab, right? We're past Right, 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 right. We were past the rod in one of his laboratories. So, you know, guys, look, I know, let me just say this. I know you've, you've, been, you've, you've been patient and, uh, and, and thank you for being patient. Yes. Thank you for being patient, not only so that we can do this right, uh, we can do this well. It's not just for this time. It's for yes. moving forward yes. into everything mm -hmm. uh, that we're going to face. I think as a as a nation in the next in the next while. Um, but also, you know, it's also given more people time to get vaccinated. It's taken more p time for people to to uh, find their footing in how how this works. And and so. Thank you. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for, for, for working with us in this. Thank you for being willing to, to continue to meet together uh, on streams and in Forged and in Shoulder to Shoulder, yes. which, D, oh, I yes. know. Yes, and as for, in case you don't know, uh, we are launching this week into a study in Philippians um, with Shoulder to Shoulder. And I actually uh, uploaded, your, and you already have, if you're already on the Shoulder to Shoulder, 
CCB, which is our communication platform. If you're already signed up for Shoulder to Shoulder, you should check your email because you should have already received. I actually did two videos for you this week. I did an introduction, a welcome, so that it would be like from my heart to yours, us one-on-one. Yep. -on -one. And I really kind of laid out uh, the heartbeat and I said the spiritual flavor because that's how I think food. Um, the spiritual Amen. flavor for a Shoulder to Shoulder. And so we, every week it will just be one teaching, one video. But this, I thought it was really important. It would be important to you to hear from me. Uh, and that video is already on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and then if you want to be, be a part of our weekly Shoulder to Shoulder times together, you just need to follow our link tree and sign up for that because that is a private link that you will receive. Yeah. And our, our groups meet throughout the week on different nights and you just sign up to, uh, according to what helps you in your schedule and what fits in your schedule best and you'll have a consistent leader there. And I'm very, 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 um, I'm very encouraged and I'm very grateful uh, for your crazy of participation. It's super encouraging. Yeah, and, and guys, it's, it's everything that we've been talking about, about kind of how we're stepping into church and how we've seen church and how we've been encouraging church to, to pivot over this last season. Um, and as we head back in to this new season, um, can, I, can I really encourage you, uh, join a discipleship group. Um, really get into the Word of God. We're going to talk about the Word today and how yes. important it is. Um, because the Word of God is life. Discipleship is, we're not just called yeah. to be believers of Jesus, we're called to be disciples of Jesus. And so, uh, and, and maybe you're not uh, in the greater Philadelphia area. Maybe you're a part uh, of this Connect family from a little bit further away. The beautiful thing is that these groups don't meet in person uh, in, a, in a room. They right. actually and meet in a Zoom yeah. room right now. Uh, and I think that's so important. You can, you can, you can learn um, and be challenged to grow with this, the Word, whether you're a man with Forged. And by the way, our Forged groups this week aren't meeting. They're actually going to be back at the building uh, one more time to uh, uh, put together some more Thank stuff. You. Guys, you guys are awesome. We had so much fun doing it. So uh, it's going to be great. And I know it's also opened up. We opened up D for anybody who wants to be a part of that this week help, as well. Yeah, so to, we, help. to help assemble uh, furniture that is going to be utilized in church services. So We're almost done building all that yes, I mean, and having all no. that. Yeah, yeah. And it's been incredible. Yeah. So anyway, uh, look, if you're a guest today, thank you for being here with us today. You're we welcome. we are so glad that you are with us. Uh, look, you can go to our Linktree app and find out anything you want about church. Uh, we'd love to hear your story. You, we'd love to hear from you. Um, hear your story because your story matters to us because you matter to us. Um, and although we may be distant right now in person, we are not distant in our hearts and we carry this church. Dee and I carry this church in our hearts. Um, and so I'm Kyle. This is Danielle. Danielle. And as we say every week, the truth is we get to be, uh, we lead a, gr a great group, a great team of people yes. uh, who love to pastor yes. people. And so that's what we're all about here. So uh, we, we want to just continue to worship God today and, and uh, take, take a few minutes just to really get our hearts uh, in alignment with who he is. There's something about worship, and you've said it forever, there's something about worship that really refocuses our, mm -hmm. our attention. Yeah. And right now, especially, you know, there's one thing, it's really easy to go to church like this, uh, in this yes, format, right. but it's also, there's a lot of other distractions, yes. right, that are going on. Yeah. Like for us, there's, <laughs> you know, motorcycles usually go down the street or fire engines or whatever during service. It's crazy. But but worship helps refocus um, and gets our hearts and our, and our minds on who he is. Yeah. And so we're going to, we're going to invite Jake to come yeah. on in and, and, uh, and lead us today. Yeah.
church. Yes. So wonderful, so beautiful, so kind and lovely, isn't he, isn't he? Beyond compare, treasure rich and rare, marvelous and holy, isn't he, isn't he, so wonderful, so beautiful, so kind and lovely, isn't he, isn't he, beyond compare, treasure rich and rare, so marvelous and holy, isn't he, and you alone be honored and adored and you alone be glorified and praised and you alone be honored and adored and you alone be glorified and praised yes you alone will reign forevermore and you alone are the name above all names yes you alone will reign forevermore and you alone are the name above all names so wonderful so beautiful, so kind and lovely, isn't he, isn't he? Beyond compare, treasure rich and rare, marvelous and holy, isn't he, isn't he? Father, I thank you that you don't ask us to worship a God that is lesser than. And you don't ask us to believe in a God who cannot be fully trusted with our faith. I thank you that we get to worship a God that is kind and lovely, yes. merciful and mighty, holy. Father, I pray today that as we share our love for you and the word, yes. that that holiness would take on a very tangible aspect in our lives, that you would help us to be holy as our Lord God is holy, and that we would learn, Father, how to carry mm. the truth of the word beyond the subjective truth of our culture. I pray that you would make that a little bit more real to us today. And I pray, God, that you would give clarity to Kyle and I, yes, that we would yes, speak yes, the words yes. that are from your heart, yes, Lord. that we wouldn't say anything that's not from you, God, I pray that you would translate your spirit to the spirits of people that are watching oh, yeah. today. In Jesus' name, I pray this. Amen. 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 Love that song. Amen. Is it right? I love that so song. So marvelous and lovely. Mm. Mm. You know, it, it's so, it, it just helps, what we were saying, it helps us refocus on that uh, church really isn't just about um, an institution. It really is the center yeah. of who he is. Yeah. And we get to refocus on him. And 
Uh, and, and that's what we want to do today with the Word. And so if you brought your Bible today, since you brought your Bible today, since you have your Bible today, because you have your iPhone, iPad, you have something, and I hope you have a notebook as well, um, no matter where you are, whether you're on, in pajamas today, come on somebody on the couch, whether you're in sweats, whether you got dressed up to come to church today, uh, no matter what you've got, I know you have your Bible with you. And so open up to the book of James, James chapter 1. James chapter 1. And if you need a title for today is, You've got a friend in me. Hey! There's always a hey in a song because I'm from the 80s. Um, so uh, I love that song. You got to, I know. You're sweet. I'm something. I love it. I'm something. Um, You're my favorite deputy. <laughs> Woo, to infinity and beyond, baby. Um, uh, <laughs> just love, you. Yeah. Look at you. Now. You're actually no, blushing. I, I have never seen you blush because of the moment. <laughs> That was like the most uh, romantic thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and awesome. now you're going to see bloodshed. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. You know it's live, I right? Like, I, you can't I, I can't rewind. <laughs> I've lost everyone now. It's all good. Oh, my um, gosh. It's so good. It is. Like, isn't it good to laugh? I, in this season, I need to laugh Dear a Lord, right? I know. it is so good to be able to it laugh. It is true. I know. It's, it's, it's true. And I'm just thankful that he doesn't require us take ourselves too seriously so seriously like no. he, he knows the deal it is true it's like it's always funny because like people are like oh pastors right you know you're and and no we're, nah. just, we're just holding it together with jesus just trying like to, the rest of everyone else trying to love jesus <laughs> oh. do, you, do you remember where you were going yeah. um i i do love the song right but but what i love about it is um you know, Dee, we're going, to, we're going to talk about the word today right and how mm -hmm. the word can be a friend to us mm -hmm. uh and we don't, I don't think we always look at it at, in that way, right? That, that the Word of God is yeah. a friend of us. And how when we receive the Word like a friend, it actually produces things. It yeah. produces a renewed life. It, it produces, it closes the distance yes. of gaps between my, ourselves and God. It, it helps us to love each yeah. other and love one another and love God more, mm -hmm. which in this day and age we need more. Mm -hmm. So the Word challenges us to, to redefine what love looks like, uh, but to love our neighbor uh, and what our neighbor even looks like, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the Word actually keeps us, and I love this what James says, it keeps us from deceiving ourselves into thinking that we can get better on our own. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to clean myself up. I'm going to get around. I'm going to learn some good church principles, Christian principles, clean myself up. Mm -hmm. David says in Psalm 119, verse 9, he said, How does a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it with your word. He mm -hmm. guards his, yeah. he guards yeah. his life with the, with the word. And we've been talking to you a lot about being a disciple. Mm -hmm. And we've got to recognize, church, uh, and we want to really, really encourage you today, that we're not encouraging you just to go to the word um, because it's the good, quiet time, daily reading time I yeah. should have, check. It's because the word is the foundation. The word disciples us. The word changes us. The word, uh, the word is the love letter. You've heard us say this a million times of God, and it helps us. Um, and so what we're going to see here is, uh, it's, this book is written by James, mm -hmm. right, who is the brother of Jesus, or the half-brother of Jesus, which many of, uh, many of us may not have recognized when we see the book of James. It's the, the half-brother of Jesus who writes it, and I think what's really cool is he wasn't always a believer, Dean. Right, Matter, remember what I was right. saying about, so it's not the disciple, the disciple James, James, right. A lot which, of people think that's, it's James the disciple. It's, 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 his, it's Jesus' brother, which, by the way, he, there's a time in this, a long period of time, where he actually doesn't follow Jesus at all, and he, he comes and says, I think he's out of his mind. Mm -hmm. So, and, and it's not really until after the resurrection where he has this encounter. The Bible says G Jesus shows up to his brother James. 
um, and he, he changes. Everything changes. He, he not only becomes a believer, he becomes a disciple. He not only becomes a disciple, but he becomes the pastor of the church of Jerusalem. Yeah. Wasn't Peter. Come on. So Peter wasn't the first pope there. It was James the first leader there. But what encourages me the, so much is that I can be like James. I'm, I'm, we're right. all like James. Right. We all started out not believers. We all yeah. start out even sometimes thinking this stuff's a little crazy. Yeah. Um, but... But when we encounter the resurrected Jesus, like we did last week, it, it can change even the way that we grew up thinking. Absolutely. He grew up thinking yes. one way and it changed. Yes. It, it changed mm-hmm. everything about him. And it, and it closed the gap. And it, it, he, it made the word a friend to him. And it made the one who wrote the word a friend to him. And that's, that's our goal today. Our goal is that hopefully we'll able, be able to, by the end of today, to change the way maybe we look at the word and the one who wrote it. Um, So let's read this together. James chapter 1, verse 21 says, Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness. Um, And I know we never like to think of ourselves that way, but that is the reality of our unsubmitted. Like he's not writing this to non-believers. He's writing it to Christians. Mm -hmm. He's saying there's still stuff in us that messes us up. And receive with meekness the implanted word. You can underline that. Receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, so deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he is. I want you to notice something there. It does not say he he walks away and forgets what he looks like. It says he walks away and forgets what kind of man or woman he's supposed to be. It is so easy, my friends, when we get out of church, out of the word, away from uh, our discipleship groups, away from kind of the things God, to forget who we were created to be, who we're meant to be. It's so easy. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Come on. What a promise. What a promise. He's saying there's blessing, there's holiness, there's closeness with God, uh, there's there's love with one another. That's the result of activating God's word in our life. And and I I think what we see here is that James is really delineating between being a believer of the word and actually being a a, a person of faith in the word. Mm -hmm. Because uh, believing unlocks the door of faith. The, the, believing the word yeah. unlocks the door, right, yeah. of faith. But only when we activate faith are we walking through it. So there's a lot of times that well, I believe and I unlock the door, but it's not faith. It's just belief. And that's what right. he's saying here. He's saying if you just are hearers of it, that's great. You're believing it. You've unlocked faith, but you're actually not walking into something brand new. And, 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 and he's trying to, I think he's really trying to move his listeners because we have to understand his culture. He grew up in a Jewish culture. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to move his listeners from works for salvation. Which is unlocking the door. Right, works, right, right, exactly. How do I work for salvation? To understanding that we can never do that. So, but there should always be works that come from salvation. And we will never come to that place until we deal with the word as a friend to who we are mm-hmm. and understand it was a friend who wrote it. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So well, in, this, in this process, Dean, and I, I definitely want to hear uh, what, because I know you have some thoughts on the friend aspect of the word. The, the, the Bible says here that he, we need to receive the word 
that's been implanted in us with meekness. Mm-hmm. And that word's always a strange word, right, in our world anyway, because we always make it weakness. But yeah. this word for meekness isn't even, which I think is really this, cool. This, this, I'm going to tell you, you're going to need to take a minute on this yeah. one, because when you first shared this with me, I was like, it does not say this. It's what it says. <laughs> it is this word of weakness because it's even different than the word that Jesus uses for the meek shall inherit yes. the earth, right? Because yes. that's controlled power. Uh, he says here, this root word for meekness is actually to deal with as a friend. So he's saying receive as a friend, like you would a friend. Honor someone who you would a friend. Now remember, even in their day, that's even more powerful because in their day a friend had all rights when you welcomed a friend into your house and broke bread with them they had guest yeah. rights that you were at peace with them it didn't matter what you were before yes. they, you, you, they were part of family now he said honor the word as a friend to you mm-hmm. and that's such an amazing statement especially coming from his background because in his background the words of moses Like, they dominated everything that his culture did, right? It was the law, 613 laws, that down to the dot and tittle of what they did every day, right? What they could and couldn't do. And the word of God was seen as such a fence, a Mm -hmm. fence, right? Such a restrictive force, right? right? That, that, That dominated them. It didn't liberate them. It dominated them. And yet... This man, when he comes to understand who Jesus is and come to understand the word of God, it totally pivots the way that he sees the word. It's yeah. no longer a fence that restricts me or a force that dominates me. It's a liberation because the word is a friend to my life. It comes to me and I need to honor it like a friend. So really, as we get ready to dive into this, D, the questions we really need to ask ourselves truly, like get to the, the depth of this, yeah. is... When it comes to the word, do we deal with it like a friend to our lives or as a foe kind of to our desires? Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, I know, yeah. but I really want to, but I know the word says, no, it's a friend to my, to my life. And I know even that concept has some, it has some challenges to it, doesn't it? It, it definitely It sounds does. great, right? I'm a friend, the I word's mean, a friend. It but... sounds great in theory. Right. But, you know, we often talk about the struggle that people can have even identifying with God as God the Father. Right? right. If you have had difficulty in that relationship, whether it's been an absence of that relationship, a, di- a difficult relationship, ever, everyone is broken in this world. So Correct. at some in some way, shape, or form, we have experienced brokenness in connection to that word Father, right? Yes. So we talk about that a lot because it's not just something that we know in our minds, but then just intimately connect with God the Father anyway. It doesn't work that way. What we've experienced in... I'm sorry, again. No, 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 I'm with you. It's why the enemy attacks families. It's why the enemy attacks totally. friendships, right? Yes, exactly, so it, exactly right. So that we, it warps the way that we see God the Father. It yeah. warps the way that we see friendship. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Exactly. So in the same way that we can struggle because our our, uh, our experience with a fatherhead could, uh, it does infiltrate our connection and our connectivity and our intimacy with God the Father. The same thing happens with uh, when we start talking about See, seeing the word as a friend to our lives. Yes. Because um, we all have different relationships with friends. <laughs> We've all had different relationships with past friends. Yes, correct. We yep. have had... Um, we've had experiences with past friends that will dictate how we are with future friends. Right? So the, just the concept of that saying, like, to, to approach the word as it is, which is a friend to our lives, 
we don't even realize how much registers to us. So what, when you were first talking to me about that, when we were yep. talking about today, that tripped me up. Yep. And what I had said to Kyle in return is that Proverbs 27, 6 has always been one of those scriptures <laughs> exactly. for me that I'm just like, we're going to skip over that one. Um, I can understand that in heaven. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> He'll explain to me that later. I'm, I'm good. I don't see a problem with this. Um, and the scripture is faithful, it, it, in part, is faithful is a wound, is the wound of a friend, mm. right? Um, in another uh, translation, we can read it like this. Um, faithful is a wound of a friend, but deceitful, the kisses of an enemy. Yep. And a lot of times when I don't understand one part of a verse, it really helps to read the other part of the verse. Right. Uh, uh, because it gives you that yin and yang understanding Absolutely. of what he's trying to say. And so, but when I, but when I, I've struggled with that every time I've approached that verse. It's like, faithful is the wound of a friend. Because I don't like the concept of wounding and friendship yes. in the same category. For me, the wound part should have gone in that scripture with the enemy. Enemy, right, exactly. Right, and the kiss should have been with the friend. Yes. Right, so really it, it always kind of messed me up, and that's yep. why I just put that in the question mark box and kept it moving. Um, but what you experience here on earth is going to speak to you in your relationships with heaven. Yes, correct. Um, and this includes with the word. So I... I began to wrestle with that, and I was looking into that, uh, the Hebrew connotation of that word deceitful, right? Because it says, uh, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. And that word there actually means hypocritical. Mm -hmm. But hypocritical are the kisses of an enemy. And I was like, yeah. well, that makes sense, yeah, right? Because correct. that does have a, like, you know, you're, you're doing one thing, but you really mean something else. And so what God started to do is hone my, my focus in on the concept of, um, another translation says, wounds from a sincere friend are better. Mm. And so yes. getting hung up on the friend yes. word, yes. God backed me up and he said, talk about the sincere part. Uh, and I started to grapple with that. And this is um, the reason that we talk to you about our own walks with things is because we want you to do the same. And we understand that that's probably, you know, hitting some triggers for other people as well. I'm not the only person right, that has right. a friend trigger, right? So when you start to say, oh, okay, well, a sincere friend, and then you start to maybe see a different person in your mind Correct. about who has, who has taken great care of your heart and has brought sincerity, um, has brought wounds that have actually brought a sincere shift and opportunity to change and heal. Absolutely. And I think that in our, in our natural mind, again, if, we're just, uh, if we let our everyday life be dictated to by our cultural experience, versus our foundation in the word, which is all truth, we will say that a wound is bad. But a wound often is needed to bring ultimate healing. Well, um, and, you know, truth. we've talked before truth. about how my body does the thing sometimes where it grows odd tumors. It, it, um, it has done it in multiple parts of my body, and there was one time where um, I kept telling Kay that there's something going on with yeah, my leg. Like, it's weird. I, and I couldn't explain it, how I was feeling inside to him. And then it, there was no proof of it. And then one day I put my hand down on my leg and there was things bulging out of my leg. Yep. Right? Two tumors had found each other and grown and connected like a, that snowman. And I had to have it taken out. And they had said to me that depending on how involved it is with your tendons and your muscles and your ligaments and all the, whatever else is in there, um, you may have to take a minute to kind of learn how to walk. walk. Yep. And so I was like, no, no, no problem. This is just take it out and whatever. And 
I still have a long scar on my on my leg. And the truth is, is that the first time when I was like, I have to get up now, and I went, my brain told my leg to move. And it didn't walk. It did not move. Yep. And it freaked me out for a minute. And why I'm telling you that is because that wound, even though I still see the scarring of it, it was so necessary because it was just going to keep growing. Yes. And the and the the perverse part found another perverse part. As it always does. As it always does. <laughs> and right. it came together and made something greater and it yep. hindered me more. And I had to be willing to walk through all of that irrigation, all of the aftercare of the wound. Yes. And not see that as something that came against me. And when I saw it as something that prospered me, I was thankful for the doctors and for the uh, surgery that I was able to Absolutely. undergo. And that's the same thing we have to do with the word because if I see the word and if I, if I see it coming towards me and I view it as uh, an enemy, yes. I'm going to want to repel it. But I have to see it coming for me sincerely as a friend and has we, uh, hopefully we've had friends before us approach us so that they can help bring that wound into full healing. But it doesn't just happen. We, yeah, we don't just default to see. It doesn't always feel good either. That's what you're yeah. saying. Like there's sometimes that the wound of a faithful uh, a faithful friend wounds us. Still and a wound. It's it's still a wound. It, it's it, it it doesn't injure us. Yes. It's not an injury. Yeah. It's it's wounding for the purpose of health. Yes. Yeah. And I think I think that's what's so important. Um, I think David says in Psalm 119 verse uh, verse 11. He said, I, "I've hidden my I've hidden your word in my heart." So that I don't sin against you, mm -hmm. like the the word has this power mm -hmm. to keep to keep us and restore us, right? Yeah. To 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 be the scalpel that gets things yes. out and the, um, the the source that brings life back in. And we have to see that word not just as a person because it is the word it was yeah, God yeah, and word correct. is God. Yep. Um, but if we just think that we're basing our decisions based on a person, then we often in our regular life determine. The proximity that different people have to us. Yes, correct. So if we see it just as this person, we can create space, and then we do, because we don't want to be convicted by what the correct. word brings. We don't want to have everything put into the light because of that's what the what the word does. So we can create space. But if we actually see that our life is to be built also on something. Yes, the correct. actual correct. word is correct. a standard. It's correct. unmovable. It's all pure correct. truth. So when we're talking about becoming a disciple. We're not just talking about one who follows another, which it is, but we're also saying that because of the because we love that someone, we follow the something that he has entrusted really to good, us, Dee. which is his word. Really good, and I, and look, church, in, can I really encourage you in this in this generation, uh, the word of God's got to become central. Yeah. It's got to become central um, in in our in our generation of uh, you know relativism subjectivity, subjectivity where kind of the fluidity of truth is celebrated and the absoluteness of truth is scorned. We've got to come back as men and women of faith. We have to come back to the Word because the Word disciples us. The Word disciples us. Yeah. We cannot be a disciple without the word. We can be a worshiper. Come on. We can be a believer, mm -hmm. but we can never be a disciple because 2 Timothy 3.16 says, the word of God is God-breathed and it is good for yeah. teaching, correcting, rebuking, right? right? Those are some yes. of the wounds, yeah. uh, right? <laughs> and equipping us to do the ministry that God has purposed for us to do. That's such the good news out of this, yeah. is that no, sometimes it's going to be a rebuke, sometimes it's going to be a correction, sometimes it's going to teach me, but it's all part of equipping. Because we're not used to listening for the tone correct. of God's voice. Yes, correct. We are, we're so used to looking at what he is saying. 
and and putting our own tone into what he's saying. This is Absolutely how I would right. say it to myself. Yep. Yes. This is how yeah, I would that, say it if I was married right. to somebody. Correct. And that we miss the tone with which he's bringing yeah. all of that word because we talk about a rebuke and you think like, oh. but if the rebuke is for the purpose of ultimate wholeness, yes. of ultimate healing, of ultimate restoration, of growth, of life, then you can hear it with the tone that it was intended, Correct. not with how we would have probably found ourselves saying it without the muzzle of the Holy Spirit. Uh, look, the, I mean, I've been I've been rebuked so many times uh, as an athlete, right, and by yeah. a coach. Yeah. And and when it's meant for good, right, uh, it can be so freeing because you don't yes. always recognize certain yes. things that you're doing. So, true. so, and that's what James is saying here. What we have to recognize is that James is pointing out. There are these contrasting forces inside of us that are there. Correct. They're there not because yeah. we're bad, because we're human. Um, and he says, look, there's this filthiness, this overflow of wickedness. And we're like, I'm not wicked. That's what sin is. But that's what sin is. It's our sin nature that's inside of us. And it's interesting to me, by the way, that he uses the word overflow of wickedness um, as the when we do what we want to do, there's this overflow mm. of unholiness which contrasts, by the way, like Psalm 23, verse 5, where when God's our shepherd, there's an overflow of, his, of him in our, in our lives. And, and he's saying, look, there's this force that's just inside of us that needs to be like a coach, like a dad, like a, like a, like a, a, a friend, rebuked. It just needs to be shown. It needs to be exposed. And it's exposed by the implanted word that God has already implanted inside of us. What a good God that's already implanting yeah. things inside of us to overthrow the things that come naturally to us. He doesn't leave it up to us to guess Correct. what will, will help us to continue to become pure beings, pure people. Because Oh, we can't. We, you can't. And he couldn't win with us either because we either want all of the rules. Correct. Exactly. Right. 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 Or we want to be able to have an easy Do out it. by saying, I didn't know any better. <laughs> like, exactly. You know, like, God bless mm -hmm. God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, he already says right before this, verse 14, that it's our own, we're enticed by our own yeah. desires to sin. So he's already saying yeah. it's all right. Um, but I love that word implanted, by the way. That word in the Greek means to be sown in, grafted in. And both of those meanings have a purpose behind them. When you sow a seed, it's meant for a harvest. When you graft a tree branch back into a tree, it's meant to produce fruit. Right. See, God has a purpose for the word that he implants in us. That's what verse 18 says. He says, by his own will and purpose, God brought, forth, brought us forth by his word. He released his word inside of us. He brought his word to us for, the, for his own will, for his own purposes, so that we could be the first fruits. The first fruits of anything is sacred, right? That's that, that tithe, right? So he's saying, look, I, my, my will is to bring this word so that you could become sacred, so that you could become holy, so that you could become, uh, through my word, what you couldn't become on your own. And what is it, the result? He says, the result will be I'll save your soul. He's not talking about salvation here. He's talking right. about yeah. saving the, the soul, the, the mind, will, and emotions that are broken inside of us. He said, when you allow the word to come in and actually do what it's meant to do, it will absolutely rebuke, correct, teach, and, and save and heal those broken aspects of our mind, will, and emotions yeah. that make the decisions, deep right. that lead us down the road of unhealth and unholiness. And It testifies to the truth because it is the truth. Correct, exactly. And, and I think we can sometimes get absorbed with, oh, it's going, to, it's going to tell me all of the bad, but it's really testifying of the good. It's testifying of the goodness. 
That's what he says, you know, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever Whatever. things are lovely. Yep. All of these things, because we are so in touch with our uh, wretchedness. And correct, so we have correct, to acknowledge correct, it. Right, 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 correct. Um, but he, it also gives us an opportunity to see the pure, to see the light. Not just, he's not, he's not just amplifying the dark. He truly is yes, amplifying yes, light. Light, and that's why he, I think that's why um, James calls it the law of liberty. Yes. Right. He's con he's he's yes. contrasting the law of Moses, which right. is restriction, versus the law of liberty. And when we say liberty, so often what we're thinking about it's like I get to do now I can do whatever I'm free to do whatever. Yeah. No, it's the free to do what we couldn't do before, which is be holy. We can't be holy on our own, no matter how hard we try. Right. The law didn't work. Right? right, and the law—that's right. the whole point yes. of law. The law didn't work, so he's saying, "Here's this law of liberty that I'm actually implanting in you. It's the word of God, and if you treat it like a friend, it will absolutely do what it's called to do inside of us." You said you had a wound, D, right? And Hebrews chapter four, verse twelve talks about the word mm -hmm. of God being a, a sharper than yes. a double-edged sword. It's a scalpel. Yes, it, it, it divides not right. only soul of spirit, but intention and motive of the heart. Because we'll be like, not my intention. Now you're getting. Yeah, yeah, right. But that's, but that's, now really I'm what, getting uncomfortable. but that's what makes us sick. It's absolutely. That's why. What it, it is. That's why he's not saying that it's just about salvation going to heaven. He's saying, no, no, no. There's some things inside yeah. of us, deep inside, those tumors that are trying to get together. Yeah. I want to divide them. I want to cut them out. I want to show you that it's not just your intention, but you have motives that are there that are impure. And the only way we'll see those things is through the mirror of the word. And when it's a friend, I love that he says uh, in um, Psalm 119, 103, that the, that the word is like honey. Yeah. It's sweet to my taste. If I'll taste it and I'll allow it to be a friend, it becomes sweet mm -hmm. to my taste. Jesus mm -hmm. says in John 17, 17, that we are sanctified. We are set apart. We are made holy by the word. Yeah. John 15, 3, he said, I've cleansed you by my word. Mm -hmm. The word is cleanses us. It sanctifies us. It's a cleaning mechanism that is made for our strength so that we can actually become who we're meant to become. Not not, not to look like we're supposed to look, to become. Yeah. And that, that, that reminds me so much of, um, it's really a picture, D, of the labor. And I'm going to just, I love the Old Testament. I love the images in the Old Testament. And, and in Exodus 38, it talks about the labor that was set up at the at the ta the the, yeah. the tabernacle, and uh, remember, outside the tabernacle, there's the the altar of forgiveness, and then the laver that's set up, and then inside, there's the holy place where the priests would go to worship and and minister and 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 pray, and then the holy of holies where the ark of the covenant, the presence of God was, and uh, the 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 priest after going to the altar would come to this laver, mm -hmm. and it was a place that would make them clean so that they could go in to do the work that they were created to do to worship and minister. And it's a picture of the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Um, uh, Exodus 38.8 says it was made of brass on the outside and its footing, and the inside was made of the mirrors from the women. Yes. And so isn't this what James just said? It's like looking into a mirror. And when, when the priest would come, they would be able to look through the water into the mirror and see the reflection and see how as they put the water onto their life, the reflection would be able to change so that they would, they would go from dirty to clean, from being unable to worship God and minister into the house to be able to go in and minister and worship God. This is what the Word and the Spirit of God does in our life. Notice, by the way, it was after the altar, but before 
the holy place, yes. right? So there's a lot of us that come and get, get forgiveness. Mm -hmm. We get forgiveness, we get redeemed, but we're not actually being washed by the water of the word. And it keeps us from being able to go in, in depth, to minister, to be the ministers we're created to be, to, to, to help us, not to see just who we are, but to see kind of what we were created to be. And that comes through the word and the spirit of God working together. That's why there was water in top, on top of the mirror. Um, and the truth is that the Holy Spirit is to the water, is to the word what the water was to the laver. They work hand in hand. They cleanse and sanctify the priest. The labor without the water allows us to see but not be cleansed. So is the word without the spirit. We can see what we're supposed to be, but without the spirit of God, we cannot do it because the spirit is what empowers the word in our life. And I think the issue, babe, as I think about this and what I wrestle with in my life is that I think too often we deal with our old nature as a friend as, 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 as something that's not so bad, just needs to be cleaned up, just right. needs to become a better man. I just need to become a better man. Yeah. So I see my old nature as a friend and the word as a fence mm -hmm. that tries to keep that old man in, right? Like uh, I know the word's a fence and that's how I become yeah. a better man. I allow the word to be a fence. But the problem with seeing the word of God like uh, as a fence and not a friend is that you will eventually, um, you, 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 it, it uh, causes you to, to take offense of the fence, mm. right? You get offended yeah. by the fence because I want to go on the other yeah. side. And that's why I find ways to go over, yeah. to go under, to go around yeah. the fence because I see it as a restriction to the desires of my heart. And we grow resentful of that fence. And I, I knew a guy in Tennessee, I knew a guy who had a dog and we, we have lots of friends that have dogs that do this, by the way, but <laughs> I know a guy who had a dog and he just, he would always jump the fence. And so he made a higher fence, right? He had to have a higher fence and then the dog would dig under the fence, right? And this, this dog actually learned how to like open the gate and stuff. It was crazy. But one day he got out and he, and when he came back, he brought with him a snake. He had a snake in his mouth and, he, and they thought the snake was dead until he put it down. And then the snake came alive. Come on. How that freaks me out. I know it but this is what I know. That, that, that when we get outside the fence, we will bring back with us yeah. things that are never meant to be inside our lives. Can I say one thing? Yeah, please, babe, do. You know, we're talking so much this morning about um, the purpose of the word, why it's important, and what it highlights and all those things. But if we, if we cut everything away that we're saying this morning, this, this, is the, this is at the heartbeat of something that I think we have to always remember is the why. I always yeah, talk yep, about the yep, why. And, yep. um, I want to know God's word because I love him. Good and when I love somebody, I want to know what they think about something. I want to know where they stand on something. I want to know how they see my life. Yes. I want to know if they have, like, we, I mean, this is, talk about iron sharpening iron, you know? Yeah. Kyle's a great way of saying to me, like, I, will, I won't even know until afterwards that I was wounded because I'm like, wow, the way that he delivered that is so not how I deliver it to him. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we all, every husband and wife knows what we're talking about. We all do it to each other. But, there, but there's, but I, it, I have space for that. Yeah. And I give room to that because I know ultimately that what you're trying to tell me Correct. is not to harm me. Correct. It's ultimately for my good. And sometimes, very often, the thing that you'll say to me holds the peace that 
in my own self, I have been trying to figure out what is yes, wrong correct. with me. Yes. Like, what is missing here? Yes. How am I not getting this? How am I still not getting over um, this barricade? Why am I still struggling? And sometimes if I'm open enough to listen to you, knowing that you love me, yeah. I will walk away with this. Oh, my gosh, that's why. That like we have the we have yeah. the we, it's it's because God yeah. is so good. There's a quickening. Even in His Word that holds a holds the why, which yeah. isn't always easy um, to digest. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. And so that's something that had to shift in me because I just felt like as long as I was more beholden to what was familiar to me, which was my own nature, yes. the Word always seemed like it was coming to attack me. Yes. It was coming to not convict me. It was coming to condemn me. Yes. It, there was no, I had no shot at even being this type of holy person that it talked about. And that's, that's the language of the enemy. Correct. But God is bringing it as this beautiful gift. And the reason yes. I want to accept the gift is because I love him. I'm trying to learn to love him. And so that's why we talk about this. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's important good, that we're talking about all of these details that we're talking about and faithful is the wound of a friend and all these things. But the thing that will draw you to not wanting to keep the word, not to, you know, you're struggling with something and someone says to you, what does the word say yes. about it? I know. Like, that's futile. That has no life in it. But if we're saying, like, okay, so the heart of God who loves you, yes. who sees you struggling, who sees you keep, keep hitting this wall, who sees what you go through every time you fall. Yes. He had something to say to you, but he also has a way he's saying it to you. Have you connected with that in his word? Do you so hear the good. difference? That's how God is always approaching us because he's trying to build into but, us. But we won't see the word as a friend unless we see God as a friend. Or why, like, why would we care what he says Correct. if we don't love him? It, the, 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 the friendliness of the word comes out of the friend that God is yes. to our life. Not... Oh, he's my buddy and my pal because yes. he's sovereign and king. Yes. But the goodness of God is a, is a friend to my future. It's a friend yes. to my wholeness. It's a friend to my holiness. So if I don't see God as a friend, why would I see his word as a friend? Yes. And that, you know, a real friend, Dean, you, you, you and I have talked about this a lot because um, we've, we've had all sorts of friends throughout our yeah. life, as I'm sure many people have. A real friend will tell you what you need to hear. Not sometimes what we want to hear, uh, 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 but what we need to hear. Because yeah. a true friend is really um, passionate about the significance of your life. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and in this, uh, a real friend's not going to hop on board and encourage you to, yeah, jump the fence and you know, yeah. do whatever you want to yeah. do. And there's people out there. There's a whole bunch of group. That, there's a ton of people we can find. That's the tumors coming together. Yes. The tumors right. that will come together will be like, yeah, hop the fence, man. Do right. you. you do, it's all right. I understand. It's natural. Here's what our culture says. No, no, no. A real friend is going to call you on the carpet. A real friend will, will, will speak the truth in love. Mm -hmm. A real friend actually brings some things that maybe we don't want to hear, but we need to hear because a real friend is interested in our health. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me, just kind of as we finish up today, but it reminded me of the story that I love so much in 2 Kings 5, babe, where Naaman who is this uh, Assyrian general, mm -hmm. and he has leprosy. And uh, leprosy is a, is a disease that, that uh, keeps us from feeling. It yeah. makes us numb. By the way, that's right. what sin does. And sin is, uh, is often called, is, uh, imagery of sin is usually leprosy. Um, and so he has leprosy, and he comes to Elijah the prophet. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I want you to heal me. Mm -hmm. And a lot, the word comes to him. Elijah gives him a prophetic word. And he doesn't like the word because he does, it doesn't line up with what he thinks it should be. He literally says, mm -hmm. 
I thought he'd just come out here and wave his hands over me and give me a little chant and I'd be healed. I don't think I should have to do anything. I don't like the way that you said it. I had an expectation of the way this should be done. And the Bible says, I'm going away. He literally goes, he says, I'm out. He was willing to stay sick. Yeah. He was willing to stay sick, by the way, which was a death penalty in the big picture right, of leprosy. Right. He was willing to stay sick because he didn't like the way the word came. He didn't like the what he had to do. He actually had to do something with yeah. the word. He, he didn't like it. He was like, I'm out. I'm out. And it took, I love, I love what the Bible says in verse 13. It says, one of his servants comes up and says, but master. He says, but wait, wait, his servant speaks up and says, wait, wait, wait a minute. If he told you to do something hard to do it, yeah. you yeah. would have done it, right? But he just tells you to go and dunk seven times in the river and you won't do it? The servant of the man, the servant of the man that was sent, listen, the servant was given by the king. The servant who was sent by the king says to the man, listen to the word and do it. You're not going to like what I have to say. It's, I, am not, I am not on board with what your action is. He took his life in his hands by doing that. And by doing that, he acted like a friend. Yeah. And Naaman, the Bible says, goes and dunks seven times in the Jordan River, which is a picture of the Holy Spirit, seven being the number of completion. When he comes out, through the, in, in, in the, uh, out of the water, he's healed. And what we need to see, my friends, is that the Word of God is a servant sent by our King. It's a servant who will speak the truth. Sometimes what we don't want to hear, but always for our health, will absolutely call us on our attitude and our actions and our intentions and our motives. But the word of God is a servant sent by the king whose purpose is to get us to dunk ourselves under the river to get in the Holy Spirit because the Spirit of God and the Word of God working hand in hand create the purpose of God in our lives. We can't just read it and rely on ourselves to do it. We can't just actually live our lives in the Spirit. I just want to worship Jesus. I'm just going to just go be free me. Nope. We need the Word and the Spirit. The Word is a servant sent by the King who will speak up for our health and our benefit. And when we follow it to the Spirit, it will bring health and wholeness. Jesus says it like this in John 6, verse 30, uh, 63. This, it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words I speak to you are spirit and life. The flesh is no help at all. My friends, the Word of God is a friend to you because the one who spoke the Word of God is a friend to you. And he is positioning the servant, his Word. He's implanted it in our lives so that we can close the gap of love towards him, love towards each other, close the gap between unholiness to holiness, uh, uh, restriction to freedom, law to grace there is a new life a new health available for you but it will be not based on what you and i can do but based on what the spirit and the word will do if we allow it to do it in our lives right here maybe the first step for some of us today is not just to be a believer that jesus existed or even that he died but to actually walk through that door in faith and make him the lord and savior of our lives the Word of God says, if I confess Jesus with my mouth as Lord and Savior and believe in my heart 
that what he did last weekend on the cross and in the resurrection was all I needed to actually become a child of God, today I'll be saved. Today. And maybe you've never done that. Maybe you've gone to church. Maybe you've gone to youth group. Maybe you went to you know Christian camp as a young child. But my friends, I'm not asking you to believe that Jesus Christ lived or even that he died. I'm asking you, have you ever opened the door of faith and allowed the word of God to be your friend and introduce you to the friend who is Jesus? And if that's what you want today, if that's the first thing you can do on this road to discipleship, can I invite you to pray this prayer with yeah. D and I? Yeah. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus here, I am today. here I am today. I open my whole life up to you. I open my whole life up to you. Everything I am. Everything I am. All that I have. All that I have. Everything I ever will be. Everything I ever will be. I willingly give to you. I willingly give to you. I'm asking you, Jesus. I'm asking you, Jesus. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. To forgive me of all my sin. To forgive me of all my sin. To cleanse me of everything I've done wrong. To cleanse me of everything I've done wrong. To fill me with that Holy Spirit. To fill me with that Holy Spirit. And to make me your child. And to make me your child. Today I choose. Today I choose. To be your disciple. Be your disciple. To follow you, to follow you wherever, you lead me. wherever you lead me. Now and forevermore. Now and forevermore. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. amen. And amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Woo. I'm so grateful that his word does the work. Yes, <laughs> so exactly right. And if this is the first time that you have prayed mm. that prayer and you would love to understand it a little bit more, understand what your life mm. can hold, what it can look like, different next week than it did the, all of the weeks before, we have a free book that we'd love to send to you. It's called The Surprise of Your Life. It was written by one of our pastors, Pastor Rick Campana. Um, we, this is also the book that we give away uh, through our food truck, Thy Kingdom Crumb, that we do in partnership with Carson Wentz's AO1 Foundation. So Love if you've been to one of, the, um, one of our truck runs before, you may have seen this book. But if you haven't received it, send your name and your mailing address to the link provided, and we will get this free book out to you this week. Uh, we got a report yesterday. Uh, our TKC run was yesterday, and uh, we, we've been asking um, people if they would like a book. And um, what someone said... Oh, I got I got the yeah. book. I gave it to some of the people uh, I, uh, last week, yes. and they're here behind me, right? There's there, there are people. That's that's what it's. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And by the way, can I just encourage you? If you're uh, someone who's been like, man, I just uh, you're Jones in to be back in person. Here's a great way to be back in person, man. Uh, serve at TKC right now. It's a great way for us to when, when people say, oh, church. Church isn't going on. No, no, church has never stopped. We are we believe in, in giving into our community. We're so thankful for Carson and Madison and for all that AO1 gives to us as well to partner with this. And and, and guys, that's we, we need partners. We need partners. Uh, we, you know, this is what we're talking about. The word isn't just calling us to be church attenders. The Bible constantly talk, talks us to us to partner with the gospel, to partner with the gospel. And one of the ways that we get to partner with the gospel is with the giving of our resource. It really is. Um, and, and so t right now, I just want to really encourage you to take a moment, get out your cell phone, go uh, onto your iPad or on your computer and actually partner with us in your giving. Um, give and it shall be given, pressed down, running together, uh, uh, overflowing it will come into our laps. And I love that God is a God of overflow. Um, and, and that that's how his, that's how things are changed out of overflow. We don't give in order to get an overflow. That's just the goodness of God that he shows us. But when we do give, we partner 
we partner with uh, with us in sending this gospel out. Yeah. We partner with uh, with feeding people, with making opportunities for freedom for people uh, to get set free available. Every week, Dee and I hear from people who are being set free, um, just saying yes to Jesus, just saying, man, we just want more. And that's not what we are doing. It's what we are doing when we give. So the Bible says, don't grow weary in doing good, because at just the right time, at just the right time. Amen. And that just reminds me, too, you know, I was thinking about, again, pastors around Irene, uh, the blessing that oh they gave to connect by by paying for all of the systems that are going to help keep us healthy. Yep. I hope that you hear that. They're probably dying. So I, I know. I know, they're, 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 <laughs> I, know they are. I hope you see, church, that, you know, when we see people that are willing to do something like that, it, it reminds us all that there is such a great value um, to God's heart for his church. And I always feel like, you know, you know, you don't need to live your life pointing people to church. You need to live your life pointing people to Jesus. Yes. And as a church, we will point people to Jesus. And when people do that, and there's sometimes, there's just, you know, special gifts that people will give. And it always reminds me that God, God is, he loves his church. Yes, he does. He loves his church yes, more than we love his church. I know. He loves the church. He loves the church. He loves his bride. So I just hope that that encourages you because for me, as soon as I heard that they were willing to do that, yep. it showed me something that would bolster the heart of our church. Like, yes. oh, I'm not doing this alone. Yes, correct. I, I'm correct. doing this together in tandem with other people that love Jesus. So, you know, I say it to you as often as I can, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It matters to us. It matters. It matters it really to does. the weight that we carry and to the, uh, the way that we're walking into this new season. So from my heart to yours and from our hearts to yours, thank you. Absolutely. And, and hey, we want to remind you tonight is, uh, I mean, today, this yes. week is a start for uh, Shoulder to Shoulder. Yeah, and you won't have to wait for it to be released. It's already So tell them, well, they, they go to Linktree and they can they yeah. can register for that and the if, link will be sent to them? Yep. If So if you haven't already uh, signed up to be part of Shoulder to Shoulder through our communication platform, which is called CCB, then you can go to our Linktree and you can follow the prompts there to sign up for that and then we will send you the links and the video and all that jazz that you need and all the communication from our team but the the video that explains a little bit about the um, that fresh breath on shoulder to shoulder is already on the YouTube channel under our videos I think yeah, so yep. if you want to go there yep. and anybody can go to that and see and that, yeah. can see that one, and you yeah. did such a great job I'm, I'm going to brag on <laughs> my wife she's a fun look ladies if you're not signed up for shoulder to shoulder sign up I'm, I'm telling you she does such a wonderful job. I'm not just saying it because it's 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 D. I it, I listened to I listened to it. I, I watched it. So good, so inspiring. I think that it's there's just a fresh breath on this house, and we're trying to bring a fresh breath into your life, uh, no matter where you are. And so, uh, you guys, you can sign up for Forbes as well. Same place, Linktree. I want to invite you out to chat room Wednesday night, seven o'clock. Uh, we've been talking about the names of God. Even if you even if you're not able to be there on a Wednesday night, they're up on all of our YouTube, up on our Facebook. Can I really encourage you and Instagram and go back and watch them? We talked about God being a friend. The names of God that we've been talking about, it so helps you understand, like, wow, he actually is for me. He actually wants to be with me. And he's planned out, God planned all the solutions 
to every issue we'd ever face before there was one issue in our life. It's crazy. God's love towards us. And we love you. Yes. Your pastors love you. Your pastoral team yes. loves you. We are fighting for you in prayer. We are believing that God's going to do something new in this season. Yes. So church, man, we love you. Have a great week. We hope to see you. Uh, one week closer. One, one week, week closer. closer. Yes. Love you yes.